Good morning. It is Malcolm. I am your host. Thank you for tuning in to the Monday Hustle. I've been trying to work on that intro a little bit. You guys let me know what you think. I'm trying something a little bit new today. Well, not even today, just probably from here on forward is getting this episode recorded this morning and delivering it to you in the same day. The reason being is because when I was trying to record prior, it's it's really hard to get that that Monday vibe, that early morning wake up and you're just like ready to dominate today because obviously the Monday hustle has a meaning behind the Monday hustle and it all is revolving around this wonderful day we call Monday. Man, I can't tell you how many times I love, how many times I get someone that reaches out to me that has kind of seen this mission, uh, not all the way through because it's only beginning, but seen it from the beginning and where it kind of started and slowly started to just change that mindset and change that um, perception of how they view Monday. And I got a message from someone that said, you know, Malcolm, it's so amazing how different my week has gone just by changing this this uh, this notion that I need to dread every Monday that comes along. And it just makes such a significant difference because I don't know how long that that thought process lingers on, you know, from like being miserable that it's Monday and it's like almost being depressed without actually really knowing if you're depressed. Do you get what I'm saying? That same like lethargic and very um, negative kind of uh, lethargic attitude, I mean that lethargic um, feeling and just having that negative attitude, it's just... I don't know. I feel like it, it lasts much longer than it needs to, and then by the time you even realize it, you know, you, you you've you've blown through your Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and you're getting yourself prepped and ready to go for the following week. But uh, my goal here is really just to to be able to to change that whole idea about Monday. You know, that's the that's the premise. Um, getting people to to start to change the way that they view their everyday work week, their everyday Monday, um, and and be able to to kind of carry that over into different parts of their lives. It's a mindset podcast. I share experiences not only with my about my things that happen to me or things that have, may have happened to people that are close to me, and by no way, shape, or form is it a life uh, life coaching style podcast because everything that I speak about are just based off of my experiences and you can choose to formulate your own opinions on what I have gone through and hopefully learn something from it you know so with that being said I want to just thank every single body every single person that continues to come week after week and listen to my nonsense and for those of you that are just tuning in I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day if you've made it this far into listening to the things that I have to say today. And today is going to be short. The reason being is because I never, and I always say this, I never want to give you or over deliver on something 
that I don't necessarily feel so strongly about. This topic, I don't think needs to be any longer than how long it's going to be today because of the simple fact it is very short, concise, and it, it just kind of plays such a, such a big role. It has played such a big role in my life that I don't want to overcomplicate it, you know? Excuse me. The biggest difference I have found between two people or two types of mentalities, obviously besides uh, progressive mindset and fixed mindset, is the mindset of someone that fears losing and then the mindset of someone that isn't afraid to lose it all. I think that there is such a, a such a big difference between the two people because I wanna I wanna I wanna go into a story uh, about a guy that I used to know. We'll call this guy um, David. I uh, used to know this guy by the name of David when I was younger. Uh, David was, for lack of better terms, an interesting individual. Him and I connected on on on, on multitudes of levels uh, from just having high tolerances when it came to to you know drugs and alcohol, and um, he enjoyed women as much as I enjoyed women. He loved to party as much as I loved to party, and you kind of get the idea that uh, David wasn't the greatest of influences. Him and I um, had this uh, never-ending, like, thirst for, for chaos, and I think that at the time it was uh, it was easy to connect with someone like that because nobody else was really on the same page. I enjoyed it when we would go out and like things would get violent, um, and not in the sense where we're trying to kill anybody. Just like you know, we were just the type of people that were just really fucking idiots. To, to, to really kind of put that term loosely. Um, so me and David kind of grew up, obviously being a bunch of shitheads, uh, going to parties, causing mayhem um, for, for whatever reason, uh, because we felt like the, the world owed us something and we just really wanted to, to, to show the world how pissed off we were uh, about everything that went on in our life because it was the world's fault and it wasn't our own um, intentions that got us into the positions that we were in. Now, some would say David was a psycho. Some would say I was a little bit of a fucking psycho. All right. But nonetheless, we were divided by this one thing. I had a fear of dying. David had zero fear of dying. Now, the thing about this is that I wasn't... At a point in my life where I can honestly say that I wasn't necessarily afraid to lose everything. It's just I didn't really have anything to lose. You know what I mean? Besides my connection with 
may be the few people that I that I had known and developed relationships with. But then I couldn't even tell you. I didn't really care too much about relationships. I was extremely selfish, and I didn't put myself in any good standings with most with the most people. Um, but David really had zero fear of losing it all and i and and i almost envied that about him not necessarily that he did anything good because i want to get into this this interesting story but just the fact that he was able to live his life in a in a in a way that never bothered him essentially because he didn't care what happened to him he didn't care about the consequences that came with his actions he didn't care um who he hurt in the process he did what it is that he wanted to do um whenever he wanted to do it and it was almost it was i don't even know how, what the word would be exactly but it was almost like some sort of superhero trait because regardless of what people thought about him, regardless of what people did, David was going to do what David wanted to do. That's it. And end the story. And Malcolm was going to do whatever Malcolm wanted to do, but also wanted to be a people pleaser at the same time. You know what I mean? Didn't want to lose a reputation or didn't want to gain a reputation of being uh, somebody that wasn't cool enough. And I think that was the big determining factor in both of our um, both of our, our downfalls, you know, uh, one being that I cared so much about what other people thought that I, I, I continued to I continued to to be and do things in the uh, with the idea that I was with the idea of having an expo of having someone think a certain way of me. I had an expectation from other people without even really pu- pu- putting an expectation on them per se, like just wanted to s- them to see me in a certain light. And David didn't have that same um, notion. There was no expectation from anyone. So one day, uh, me, David, and another David, we're driving home from a party. And as we're driving home from a party, um, it seems that David, main David, not side David, main David and side David, uh, main David's driving, side David's in the passenger seat, and main David, main David's driving down the street. Uh, we're about approximately two minutes away from our destination coming back from a party because we're going to side David's car so we can drive back home. So as we're driving, main David starts to get a little bit off the road. No big deal. I'm in the back seat, middle the middle seat uh, without my seatbelt, and uh, main David kind of starts to touch the grass a little bit. Side David gets a little annoyed, grabs the steering wheel, slightly turns the wheel, tells David, tells main David, hey, man, you almost hit a pole. Main David says, the fuck off my steering wheel, side David. This is David's wheel, all right? Side David says, well, you almost hit a pole. Main David says, I didn't hit a fucking pole. I'll show you how close I was to hitting a pole. And Main David thought it would be amazing to, you know, play a joke, so, uh, quote, unquote, and and take the car, uh, mind you, we're going 65 miles an hour, and then literally 
crash it into a tree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Main David thought that he was proving a point as to how not drunk Main David was. To side David, I guess I was just kind of like in the crosshairs at that point, obviously. And we crashed into a tree going 65 miles an hour. Um, side David gets out of the car, tells Main David, you're a fucking psycho. I get out of the car. I look at Main David. I say, David, you are a fucking idiot. You know that? And it was about a month before I actually spoke with Main David. But n- not even because I was pissed off at the fact that Main David almost tried to kill us. I just don't think that those were Main David's intentions. And I know it sounds a little strange. But Main David's intentions were to prove a point, I suppose to himself, that he was in control. You know what I mean? And for some reason, there was something about that that I just... Obviously, Main David's just an idiot, okay? Main David's an idiot. And I had to obviously... I had to say that to myself to know that he didn't think far enough into the future to to think about the consequences or even think about the potential dangers and what he just did because he could have killed us both. I think that at that moment and at that point in time, Maine David truly and wholeheartedly felt that I'm going to prove a point that I am in control and nothing will happen and, and, and actually believe that, you know? And I always remember thinking back to that story, wondering how Maine David was able to, to cultivate such a mentality because I feel that when you learn how to maneuver through life with the mentality that you are not afraid to lose it all, you take certain risks that could potentially push you or propel you so far forward than it would if you were a type of person that never took risks and consistently played it safe. Now, you don't have to go to one or two extremes, but this is kind of where I have, have found myself countless times over and over again. I have been without for a very long time that I almost can, can, can live in a, in, a, in a small box like I kind of am in my studio, uh, in my in my room, with just a place to lay my head and 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 live off peanut butter sa- uh, jelly sandwiches and go and do that for however many years I need to do and make those sacrifices without any sort of without any sort of additional drive to need anything more than the bare necessities, and I think that that is what kind of makes someone more dangerous when you almost add on top of that where they can build this this monumental lifestyle or this monumental or build this monumental legacy but also at the same time be willing to not be afraid to lose it all 
because they know that they have now generated and acquired so many types of skills that even if they were to lose it all, they can rebuild whatever it is that they lost in the first place. And other people start to kind of feel and 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 um and thrive off of that relate and thrive off of that same exact. Uh, momentum that you've generated, if you are that person, learning how to not be so afraid of of allowing things, actual material things, um, slip through your fingertips. You know, there's so many people that I follow that like or listen to, and and books that I've read that have talked about. You know how many times I missed out on X amount of millions of dollars. You know how many times I missed out on investing on this. You know how many times I missed on the opportunity on blah 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 because I was either afraid to lose it all, right, or or, or they were put in a position where they felt like they were, you know, at a place that they already they didn't feel like, you know, going any more forward. Like there are two, there are two sides to the story, and it's just you have to be able to find what side of the fence you want to be on. If you want to be the person that's not afraid to lose it all, but has that grit, has that perseverance, has those characteristics, you know, of being like, I love the lifestyle that I have. I'm not afraid. To lose it all because I know that I'm able to get back right back where I started, you know, is much different than going and 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 picking up a job and getting comfortable because you now know you have a 401k and now you have a retirement plan and now you get paid a set capped calorie a salary and then etc etc etc. That's only monetary. What I'm talking, what I'm discussing, as far as as far as employment goes, and then if you're happy doing that, then that's by all means. But learning how to play the risks, or learning how to take risks, I think are just such an important uh, aspect when it comes to growth, and when it comes to growth mindset, and being able to find a way to really take that energy of quote unquote, I don't give a fuck. And actually find a way to have that play in your favor. And that's exactly what I want us to kind of focus on this week is, is, is learning how we can take more risks and learning how to, to stop playing it so safe all the time and live a little bit closer to the edge. Don't do anything drastic. Obviously have a calculated, obviously have a calculated uh, uh, decision before jumping to conclusions. And I think the biggest problem with Maine David was that he was so impulsive that he never actually thought these things through. And I feel that if Maine David was able to cultivate and harness that same energy that he had when he was younger, he'd be in a much better place today. If he played if he played his cards right. I want to thank you guys all again for coming in wherever you at. Either if you're in the shower, in the car, at the gym, whatever you are doing, please, I want you all to have a wonderful Monday. I want each and every one of you guys to please do me a favor and just tell a friend. Tell your friends to tell your friends and we can meet up every weekend. You know what I'm saying? All right? Like, if, if you enjoyed this podcast, can you please, please do me a favor, just subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the channel. I'm trying to get famous. All right, I'm trying to get famous. I'm joking. Um, if you guys also are on Instagram, follow us or me. There's nobody else but me and my Mac. Uh, at the Monday Hustle. That is T H E M O N D A Y H U S T L E. All together. 
Um, I, 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 I really enjoy getting the opportunity to, to provide this content. I really want to know what you guys have to say. So DM me. Um, you can also, you can also, uh, email me at M A E L K U H M. That's also my, my personal Instagram page. Um, I'm really interested just to hear what you, your feedback on everything about the episodes, what you've heard so far, uh, what you like so far, what you haven't liked so far, and maybe even something that you want to hear in the future. All right. So I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I want each and every one of you to go out there today and let's hustle our ass off this week. Nice. Give a fuck cause in this moment I got